Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As I said on May 29th, the report is my testimony, and I will stay within that text. And that is pretty much what Robert Mueller did today. We're going to cover a lot of different angles from Mueller's testimony on this edition of PM Orlando, where we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. I'm Michael Yaffe. And I'm Larry Spillman. Our top story reaction to Robert Mueller's testimony did it move the needle of public opinion? 501 on News Radio 93.1. Robert Mueller takes center stage. The former special prosecutor testified before two House committees on Capitol Hill. Democrats using today's testimony to counter President Trump's claim of no obstruction following the conclusion of the Robert Mueller probe. But that is not what your report said, is it? Correct. That is not what the report said. House Judiciary Chair Jerry Nadler using the former special counsel's testimony to highlight claims of possible obstruction of justice. Mueller citing policy as the reason for not charging a sitting president. Republican Congressman Ken Buck further pushing Mueller on that claim. Could you charge the president with a crime after he left office? Yes. Mueller undergoing hours of questioning in front of both the House Judiciary and Intelligence Committees. Tom Graham, Fox News. Democrats, including Orlando's Val Dem- were anxious to highlight some of Mueller's conclusions contained in his report. Lies by Trump campaign officials and administration officials impeded your investigation. Uh, I would generally agree with that. Elsewhere, Mueller testified his investigation into Russian election interference was not hindered and that there was insufficient evidence to file conspiracy charges against anyone in the Trump campaign. How did Mueller's testimony go over with voters who may decide the 2020 election? UCF political scientist Aubrey Jewett suspects most took it with a shrug. I think for most independent or swing voters, they are not really paying attention to this. They don't really care. They're a lot more concerned about other things. They're concerned about the economy. They're concerned perhaps about immigration or health care or education. Jewett says most Republicans and Democrats heard what they wanted to hear today and no minds were changed. Governor Ron DeSantis promises to reform the state's guardianship program after one employee got do-not-resuscitate orders for people despite their family's wishes. The head of the state's guardian program already resigned, and the guardian accused of issuing all those DNRs also stepped down. Now Governor Ron DeSantis wants to make sure all the proper checks and balances are in place. There's going to be action taken, whether it's administratively or legislative or a combination, because I think something needs to be done. Friends of a Tampa area man say he died because his state guardian, Rebecca Fearley, had a do not resuscitate order issued for him against their wishes. A judge has since lifted nearly 100 other DNRs requested by Fearley. The governor says criminal charges are possible. Rory O'Neill, News Radio 93.1 WFLA. SpaceX hoping the weather will clear enough to launch a Falcon 9 rocket from Cape Canaveral Air Force Station early this evening on a resupply mission to the space station. The rocket is carrying the Dragon cargo capsule. 
Lift off is sent for 6.24 p.m., but there is only a 30% chance weather will be good enough to get off the pad. Read about a tiny puppy saves owner's life during mobile home fire. That story's at WFLAOrlando.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. WFLA News Time is 5.05 p.m. Orlando with Michael Yaffe continues down. News, weather, and traffic for the best audience in talk radio. This is PM Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Yes, a very important edition of PM Orlando. We're going to cover all the different angles with Mueller's testimony at Capitol Hill today. Larry did a good job recapping some of it. I thought a good way to start the show today would be to play a little bit of a montage of Mueller's opening statement this morning to the Judiciary Committee. Here it is. As I said on May 29th, the report is my testimony, and I will stay within that text. And as I stated in May, I will not comment on the actions of the Attorney General or of Congress. I was appointed as a prosecutor, and I intend intend to adhere to that role and to the department standards that govern it. As the Acting Attorney General said at the time, the appointment was necessary in order for the American people to have full confidence in the outcome. My staff and I carried out this assignment with that critical objective in mind. I therefore will not be able to answer questions about certain areas that I know are of public interest. For example, I am unable to address questions about the initial opening of the FBI's Russia investigation, which occurred months before my appointment. So there are a couple of different aspects to talk about when it comes to his testimony today. That was his opening statement at first to the Judiciary Committee. Later on, he also testified to the Intelligence Committee. He gave a shorter opening statement there and uh, actually put his first opening statement to the record of the of the second hearing today. But the different aspects to cover are some things of importance that Mueller said, how people re- are reacting to this, how people in Congress and others are reacting to this. And my take on it all, which we will get to at the end of the show, in my Beyond Reason commentary. But believe it or not, there is some other important news that we have to cover today as well, including some big news in Orlando as buried bombs were found under an Orlando development. This has to do once again with a development that was built in a World War II-era bombing practice range. We'll talk with our news partners at Fox 35 about that. Then later in the show, is the governor of Puerto Rico going to resign? Some conflicting reports on that today. We'll talk with our Fox News radio reporter, Eben Brown. He'll give us the latest news, if there's any breaking news on that, later on in the show. We have a lot to get to, so let's do it. And we have to start with Orlando's news, weather, and traffic as well in just two minutes on PM Orlando. It's 5.11 right now on PM Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Here is one of the top stories for you. President Trump spoke to reporters outside the White House just moments ago and gave his reaction to the Mueller testimony. There was no defense to this ridiculous hoax, this witch hunt that's been going on for a long time, pretty much from the time I came down on the escalator with our first lady. And it's a disgrace what happened. 
But I think today proved a lot to everybody. In fact, some of my biggest opponents wrote things today that I wouldn't have believed they would have written, and I appreciate that they did that. This has been a very bad thing for our country. And despite everything we've been through, it's been an incredible two and a half years for our country. More on all of this in just a moment. And of course, we update the top stories every 10 minutes right here on PM Orlando. News, weather, traffic. This is PM Orlando with Michael Yaffe on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. The Democrats have come up against a brick wall of reality. They tried to crash through a brick wall today and they had a head-on collision with the wall, and they lost. Assuming Trump is guilty of crimes, they have sought confirmation of that via the staging of their questions and the hope for answers from Mueller. That was Rush Limbaugh earlier today. Of course, you can listen to his show noon to three right here on News Radio 93.1 WFLA, giving his opinion, and there's probably a lot of people that agree with him. It seems that... The testimony maybe did not go as well for Democrats as they had hoped. But let's go over some different details that came out of the testimony so far. Now, one thing that came out was Adam Schiff, chairman of the Intelligence Committee. He was trying to grill Mueller on whether this is actually a witch hunt, which President Trump says a lot. Here was Mueller's response. And when Donald Trump called your investigation a witch hunt, that was also false, was it not? I'd like to think so, yes. Well, your investigation is not a witch hunt, is it? It is not a witch hunt. So at the same time, through all of this, it seemed that this testimony offered little in a way of new revelations. Um, It's far from operating rendition of the Mueller report that Democrats hoped would paint a clear picture of um, misconduct by the president. But there were times when Mueller seemed kind of awkward. He was kind of bumbling, kind of didn't really know Uh, what questions we're referring to, or what was actually in his own report. In fact, here's a montage of Mueller just uh, seeming kind of out of it. We, uh, uh, at the outset, came to the president's culpability. Uh, We needed to, uh, we needed needed to go, well, uh, that uh, the president uh, was not uh, at the with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The president was not exculpated. I would say uh, you uh, I could, uh, the statement would be the, the, that you would not indict uh, a sitting president, <coughs> excuse me, cannot be indicted. I take, uh, let me take that back. So even David Axelrod, who was a Democrat, he tweeted out earlier today, he says, this is delicate to say, but Mueller, whom I deeply respect, has not publicly testified before Congress in the last six years, and he does not appear as sharp as he was then. And it helps explain why Mueller wanted, wanted his aid nearby. A lot of people coming up to that same conclusion today. Another thing I wanted to get to, though, was a controversy during the hearing in which Representative Ted Wu was asking Mueller about obstruction 
And Mueller answered this way. I'd like to ask you, the reason, again, that you did not indict Donald Trump is because of OLC opinion stating that you cannot indict a sitting president, correct? Uh, that is correct. So it kind of made the assumption that the only reason he did not indict President Trump was because under that opinion, he's not allowed to, that if it weren't for that opinion, he would have because there, there were crimes there. That was kind of the narrative right after that question. Well, Mueller came out later when he was talking to the Intelligence Committee and had to refute his previous statements. Here's what he said. I want to go back to one thing that was said this morning by Mr. Liu, who said, and I quote, you didn't charge the president because of the OLC opinion. That is not the correct way to say it. As we say in the report, and as I said at the opening, we did not reach a determination as to whether the president committed a crime. So not reaching a determination on whether the president committed the crime is not the same thing as not indicting him because of an opinion. So it seems that they came out in the beginning and said, we're not going to reach a determination on whether he committed a crime or not. We're just going to lay out stuff and let you Congress decide for yourselves. So a lot of Democrats putting out the na narrative earlier in the day had to kind of go back because Mueller refuted that statement. Now, I said earlier that Mueller seemed kind of out of it, and this was not a good day for Robert Mueller. Well, Chris Wallace of Fox News, um, the journalist there, the anchor there, agrees with that, and he made that point today. I think this has been a disaster for the Democrats, and I think it's been a disaster for the reputation of Robert Mueller. Um, he has seemed very uncertain with his brief. Uh, he doesn't know, seem to know, what are, things that are in the report. He's been attacked a number of times, and you would think that almost anybody else would have defended his own integrity and the integrity of the investigation, and over and over Mueller just sit silent and allows uh, the attacks from the Republicans to sweep over him and says nothing. So it seems like a lot of different people had that same conclusion that the Democrats are going to try to use this to their advantage in some ways. But overall, it didn't seem like we learned a lot of new things out of this that the Democrats can use to try to push impeachment of President Trump. Now, Representative Devin Nunes kind of summed up well uh what happened today with this testimony and this whole Russia investigation? Among congressional Democrats, the Russia investigation was never about finding the truth. It's always been a simple media operation. By their own accounts, this operation continues in this room today. Once again, numerous pressing issues this committee needs to address are put on hold to indulge the political fantasies of people who believed it was their destiny to serve Hillary Clinton's administration. It's time for the curtain to close on the Russia hoax. The conspiracy theory is dead. So you probably, after listening to all the news about this, all the different angles about this, you probably want a voice of reason on all of this. Well, I will give my take at the end of the show in my Beyond Reason commentary, which I end every show with. And I will try to be a voice of reason on this. And I'll actually play another voice of reason on all of this. But before that, we have some uh, news to get to, local news to get to out of Orlando, as some buried bombs were found under an Orlando development. We'll have that in Orlando's news, weather, and traffic, all coming up here in two minutes on PM Orlando. Here is another one of our top stories for you right now. The 50th anniversary celebrations of the Apollo 11 moon mission continue 
today with the commemoration of the astronaut's return. Out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, there she was, bobbing all alone in the waves. Apollo 11 and three astronauts who had just participated in the greatest achievement in human history, flying to the moon, walking on the moon, and returning back to Earth safely. 50 years ago today, the USS Hornet aircraft carrier played its role in space history, the important rescue of Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins. The ship's crew only learned of their mission as they were departing Long Beach, California. First, they went to Hawaii, where they had more than a dozen practice runs, rehearsing to flawlessly rescue the men and recover the capsule. And that mission, just like the nine-day Apollo 11 mission, was fully accomplished. In Miami, Phil Keating, Fox News. Updating the top stories every 10 minutes right now on PM Orlando. From News Radio 93.1, this is PM Orlando. So there were some buried bombs found under an Orlando development. This happened in the Vista Lakes neighborhood. So we're talking with Robert Guadarrama from Fox 35 live from the Vista Lakes neighborhood. And Robert, how were these bombs actually found and where did they come from? Yeah, so let me just kind of take you back. In uh, 2007, you may remember this, Odyssey Middle School, there were some of these uh, bombs that were found underneath the track there. Uh, and that's kind of when uh, everyone became aware that there were basically these munitions underground that were left over from when this area out here was a bomb testing site for the Army. Uh, so again, decades later, these bombs are discovered and more and more are being discovered. Now, uh, in this latest uh, incident, is uh, what's being developed right now is being called Vista Park, and it's a new development. Uh, they were just breaking ground, trying to clear the land when they discovered more bombs. So by the uh, Texas, uh, excuse me, the Florida Department of Environmental Protection order, it requires a developer to uh, clear the area to make sure that there are no, none of these bombs left in this uh, development before they start to build. So uh, this uh, company has been hired to go through and kind of uh, review and make sure that uh, the land is clear of these bombs, and they have found quite a few, but most recently, so this has been going on about a year and a half, mm-hmm. uh, kind of uh, going through the land out here, it's a very large area, uh, but the residents were kind of concerned that they live in this development that backs up to this new site because they noticed the trees that were right behind their property on this development, right there on the border, they were promised that buffer area between the development and their homes. These trees are part of that buffer. Well, uh, a few days ago, they were taken down, and uh, they started asking questions, finally getting a letter from Orlando City Commissioner uh, Jim Gray that, uh, in fact, this company that has been reviewing the land found more of these devices as close as just steps away from the backyards of these homes. So are people worried then that there might be actual devices within the current development that's there? You know, that's always a question. And, you know, there haven't been any incidents of that, uh, but... These, these residents are on edge. You know, it could be very likely that there are. Actually, I spoke with a gentleman out here who tells me they just don't uh, dig too deep when they're doing their gardening because they don't know what's lingering Ooh. below the surface. Yeah. But, uh, again, uh, these uh, – right. It's, it's not a fear that they're going to go off randomly. They're having to detonate these um, manually. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, there is a concern, as, any, as you can imagine, but 
that's what this company has been hired to do is go through and, and review the land. Now, uh, they have to get the okay from the state before they can get uh, the go with the go forward from the city of Orlando to begin developing and building on this land. But yeah, you can imagine a lot of people are surprised. They not only found more bombs than expected, but a wider area uh, that these bombs had been located than they originally went in to find. So it's, it's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is there any uh, any idea how long this process would take from this company that would clear this area? There was really no exact timeline that's been, that was released, but they've been at it for a little over a year now, so uh, it's quite a lengthy process. Gotcha. Robert Guadarrama reporting live from the Vista Lakes neighborhood in Orlando. If you want to find out more on this story, you can watch Fox 35 News at 6 and 10 p.m. Robert, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon. You got it. Jeez, I can't imagine having to be careful while I'm gardening because you don't want to accidentally run into a World War II-era bomb. I mean, I just... <laughs> that That's quite a story. Yeah, I... I <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in that position either. I mean, it could be a good excuse not to have to do yard work because I hate yard work. But somebody's got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the wife. The wife's like- Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I gotta go out and do yard work. It's like, um, no, I don't want to blow up, honey. We'll, we'll hire someone to do that. <laughs> Larry Spillman has more news at the bottom of the hour, including electric charging stations coming to the Turnpike. Have that in Orlando news, weather and traffic in the Bloomberg Business Report. That's all coming up here in two minutes on PM Orlando. From News Radio 93.1, this is PM Orlando. Yes, welcome back to the Wednesday edition of PM Orlando. I am Michael Yaffe, joined by Tom Benson producing. And Larry Spillman is here. He's going to talk about something new coming to the Turnpike. That's right. Mike, charging stations for electric vehicles will soon be installed at every service plaza along the Turnpike. In Orlando today, Governor Ron DeSantis said... They will soon use funds from a settlement with Volkswagen to pay for more charging spots along other popular highways. You have a, a trip, you know, you're going to drive two, 300 miles. Um, you, you're not going to have to worry. All of the turnpike charging spots will be operational by the spring. Britain has a new prime minister, Boris Johnson, confirmed in the job by the Queen and immediately promising to deliver Brexit. Good afternoon. Arriving at 10 Downing Street. I have just been to see Her Majesty the Queen. Boris Johnson pledging to complete Britain's Brexit from the European Union. And come out of the EU on October the 31st. No ifs or buts. He said if he can't agree a new divorce deal with the EU, he's ready to leave without one. The time has come to act, to take decisions, to give strong leadership and to change this country for the better. Johnson was heckled throughout his speech by nearby protesters. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Victims of sexual abuse want to file new charges against Jeffrey Epstein. 
The victims spoke to a federal judge saying they want Epstein to be held accountable for abusing minors at his Palm Beach estate between 1999 and 2007. A deal allowed the financier to avoid prosecution for those cases before new charges were filed against him in New York. U.S. District Judge Kenneth Mara is expected to make a decision soon after a federal court ruling determined Epstein's agreement violated the Federal Crime Victims' Rights Act. Rick Hoshul, News Radio 93.1 WFLA. A federal judge rules in favor of of a Trump administration's immigration policy. Two refugee and immigration groups filed suit in Washington, D.C., asking a judge to block the Trump administration's change to asylum rules. The administration said those who want to seek asylum here must first ask for asylum from one of the countries they arrived in first, before reaching the U.S. border, like Mexico. Judge Timothy Kelly, who was appointed by President Trump, said the immigration groups failed to show how they would be harmed by this asylum rule change. But the ACLU is also challenging the law. They went before a judge appointed by President Obama in San Francisco today. Last year, this same judge blocked the administration's rule that would have denied asylum to those who enter the country illegally. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. And finally, a man comes across an alligator in Staten Island, New York, and luckily he has some experience dealing with them. Gators in a borough of New York City are not common at all and would scare many people in the area. But luckily, the man who came across this gator had some Florida living experience. Staten Island resident Don Walter says he spotted the three-foot reptile while looking for worms in a park and was able to catch it before police arrived. He tells the New York Post in addition to his Florida living experience, he's watched plenty of TV and was a big fan of the late Australian crocodile hunter Steve Irwin. Rob Dawson, Fox News. And a woman finds mysterious note and money inside a brand new box of diapers. Read about it on our website at WFLAOrlando.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. 537 on News Radio 93.1 PM Orlando continues now. Trusco Bank has hometown checking with free debit card and online banking. Member FDIC. News, weather, traffic. This is PM Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Well, Michael, we have some sad news this afternoon to report. The husband of actress Valerie Harper says doctors wanted him to move his wife to hospice care as she continues to battle cancer, but he said he opted to keep the Mary Tyler Moore alum at home. He quote, he said, uh, I've been told by doctors to put Val in a hospice hot case uh, care, and I can't because of our 40 years of shared commitment to each other, and I won't because of the amazing good deeds that she has graced us with while she's been here on earth. He made those comments in a Facebook page posting today. So many of us spend a great deal of time each day staring at screens from computer desktops at work uh, to smartphones <laughs> to TV. Well, it seems the Amer- average American is now spending more time at the screen than ever before. And a new survey of 2,000 adults has found that a whopping 88% are so-called zombie eaters. People who stare at some type of a screen while eating. It's clear yep, from the that's it's, it's clear it's, <laughs> it's clear from the survey findings that zombie eating is an almost universal practice today. Ninety-one percent of the respondents reported watching TV while eating a meal or a snack. Forty-nine percent say they watch TV uh, while eating on a regular basis. So, what else is keeping Americans so busy that they can't, uh, you know, 
wean themselves from the screen? Well, according to a survey, the number one reason 50% of Americans stay on their smartphones while eating is to read and send emails. Additionally, 48% stay on their phones to check out social media. 37% watch YouTube videos. And 36% say they work. They focus on work-related activities. While eating? While eating. That's a little bizarre. Yeah. I watch TV while I eat, but I'm not, you know, emailing and going on Facebook. Yeah, but I bet you you watch political stuff. Actually, no. Oh. Believe it or not, when I'm having a meal, I try to disengage from the political stuff, and I'll watch like a sitcom or something. So you want it to settle in your stomach properly. <laughs> well, yes, that's a good point, too. I want it to stay down. New survey says there are seven big reasons that marriages fail in the first five years of marriage. Number seven, when each each person doesn't speak up. Number six, because of religious differences. Number five, they're not staying connected. Four, they have different plans. Three, debt. Two, trouble with in-laws. And number one, believing that the marriage is a cure-all. You know, everything will be fine. Let's just get married, honey. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's not quite the way it works. No, no, marriage is work. Although I've never been married, so, you know, I don't know. We have a Florida man story here for you. The uh, Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon tells about a clown leading police on a high-speed chase. Well, check this out. Uh, over the weekend, a man in California who was dressed as a clown led police on a 35-mile high-speed chase. When asked what he was running from, the man said, myself. <laughs> well, actually, it's James Corden from The Late Late Show on CBS who has the Florida man story. Here it is. And finally, we wanted to show you this. Authorities in Florida are searching for a man who robbed a Little League concession stand wearing a baseball cap, gloves, and nothing else. Yeah, he was completely naked, right? <laughs> this is definitely one of the top 200 naked Florida man stories I've heard <laughs> this week. I've heard, like, <laughs> To be fair to the man, in Florida, being naked except for a hat and gloves, it's considered business casual. <laughs> I mean, it is very hot. Yes, it I is. <laughs> that is a bizarre story. But save us from, uh, from watching you in the all together, please. Yeah, that would be nice. Yes. It, <laughs> I don't even look at myself anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should... Uh, I don't know if I should say this, but usually it's the people that are running around naked are not the best looking. That's right. <laughs> people for some some reason. They All right, ha so have a high opinion of themselves. <laughs> right. Exactly right. So the Puerto Rico governor, he was supposedly going to resign today. Is it going to happen? We'll have a live report on that in Orlando's news, weather and traffic in two minutes on PM Orlando. 544 right now on PM Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Here is another one of the top stories for you. Facebook will pay billions for violations of privacy, and it may also lead to more federal scrutiny. The Federal Trade Commission calls their work with the Justice Department to reach this settlement groundbreaking. The fine is $5 billion, but FTC Chairman Joseph Simon says the terms also mandate strict measures. To change the way the company addresses consumers' privacy and holds Facebook and its, ex and its executives accountable 
for the decisions they make about privacy in the future. Facebook has more than 2 billion users worldwide and faces similar probes in Canada and across Europe on privacy issues. The social media giant said this week it will pay $100 million to the Securities and Exchange Commission, settling on allegations of risk of misuse of user data. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. And we update the top stories every 10 minutes right here on WFLA. Use your smart speaker. Tell Google Home to play News Radio 93.1 WFLA. I've seen the protest. I've heard uh, the people talk. I've had a process of uh, introspection. Everything that, that was said, I assume responsibility for. I apologize uh, for it. But I just wanted uh, to, to establish I am in a position uh, to, to apologize to everybody, uh, to make an effort for reconciliation. The leadership is corrupt and incompetent. The people of Puerto Rico like me, and they should because nobody's given them what I give them. Well, the crisis in Puerto Rico continues as uh, the controversy of Governor Ricardo Roseo and whether he's going to resign. Now, there were reports early this morning that said he was supposed to resign today. Apparently, that hasn't happened yet. And he was supposed to have a press conference with his cabinet or a cabinet meeting in Puerto Rico today at 4 p.m. We're talking with our news, Fox News radio reporter Eben Brown on all of the latest details with this controversy and Eben, what happened with that 4 p.m. meeting? Well, it hasn't. Uh, we, we were supposed to get a uh, or, or hear from the governor at 4 p.m. at a, a press event, and it's uh, it just hasn't happened yet. Now, we're told that it's going to happen, uh, but in terms of the actual time, it seems to keep slipping. But our, our reading is that uh, the governor will announce his resignation formally to the island and uh, to the people. Uh, and that this uh, today has been spent arranging for a transition to most likely his, I, I believe, his lieutenant governor, uh, who would be the next in line to take over. Uh, but uh, th- what had begun uh, earlier this week uh, uh, with the governor adamantly uh, declaring he would not resign uh, has slowly withered uh, to a, a concession of not seeking re-election and stepping down from party leadership. Uh, and then uh, today, uh, you know, we, we hear that he is uh, he is resigning. Now, from what I understand, though, there was some confusion on this because initially we heard he was going to resign maybe this morning, and then they came out and said he is not going to resign. And now you're saying um, he is going to resign. So, am I right on that? Our sources, uh, our sources tell us he will be resigning. Uh, some other uh, agencies have been reporting different things. Uh, including that some legislators are beginning to draft uh, articles of impeachment against him. Um, But uh, our information indicates that uh, he's resigning or that he will be not in office uh, come the end of the day. We'll see if that reporting holds up. We we have good faith in it, but uh, sometimes, you know, look, we could be wrong. Uh, But uh, hopefully we we are told and we're told that there is a position for him to be addressing uh, cameras uh, and that uh, he will be doing it at some point. So we just have to wait for it. Any idea where he would go after all of this? Home. (laughs) (laughs) Where where is home? I mean, is he going to stay in Puerto Rico? There were some reports this morning that he was going to leave. Uh, well, I mean, he, he maybe he'll might take a break or something and take a vacation or something. I mean, that's always possible. But okay. I, I would assume that someone like himself, who's 
Look, I don't believe he's being brought up on any crimes and has gotcha. no reason to flee. He would probably just go home. Uh, I, I suspect he would stay in Puerto Rico unless he had a desire to move. Hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, it is uh, it is his home, and uh, there's no reason why he couldn't go. Look, when, when Nixon resigned, he went to Yorba Linda, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, that's a good uh, point. You know, it's uh, it, it, it's um, I, I would think it would be something like that. Now, are the protests still going on over there, even despite the fact that he's going to resign? I think they have quelled a bit, but they are still still there uh, and will probably continue until they know he is out of office. Uh, the people uh, who have been protesting, with tens of thousands of them, uh, have been uh, have been you know pretty vocal and present about him uh, leaving office, and uh, I suspect they want to see this through. Any last words, Evan? Well, uh, just uh, you know, you're, you're seeing how uh, how hard a political scandal can hit, yeah. uh, and how much things can change over the por- uh, course of a couple of days when you really do anger the voters. Um, uh, Puerto Rican politics is very interesting. Uh, while uh, Governor Rosseo uh, aligns himself often with uh, the Democratic Party here on the mainland, uh, he's been part of a uh, his actual party is called the new progressive party and, and progressive doesn't necessarily mean uh, liberal the way we assign it here on the yeah. mainland um uh, but uh, other npp members uh often associated as republicans jennifer gonzalez uh who is the uh what they call the resident commissioner of puerto rico she's essentially their congresswoman she does not have a floor vote in congress but she serves on committees and and bends the ears of other uh, congress people who have floor votes uh, she is also a member of the New Progressive Party, but she often aligns herself with Republicans. She was actually helping Rick Scott uh, campaign for Senate, uh, you know, speaking to the uh, Puerto Rican uh, uh, people who moved to Florida uh, post uh, uh, post uh, Hurricane Maria. Um, so it, for the, the politics there is quite interesting. Uh, what does this mean for the NPP going forward, and, and who would the next governor be uh, after an election? It's, it's all kind of uh, up in the air. Um, yeah, I can and, imagine. And, you know, so it's uh, yeah, it's it's hard to draw that same kind of Republican slash Democrat yeah. line uh, down there because things are, are much different. Fox News radio reporter Eben Brown, he's been keeping up with the, all the details surrounding this controversy in Puerto Rico. He's supposed to resign sometime this evening. Eben, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon. You got it. So I'll end the show with my commentary on Mueller's testimony today. And we have Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes right here on PM Orlando. One more news update for you right now. Police in Georgia won't be filing charges against a man accused by a state lawmaker of racially harassing her inside a supermarket. State Representative Erica Thomas, who is African-American, took to social media in a tearful video to say a white man verbally accosted her for having too many items in the express checkout line, telling her to go back where you came from, something the man now denies saying. Georgia Democratic lawmaker Erica Thomas drew rounds of celebrity support on Twitter when posting her video claiming to have been racially, verbally assaulted at the public's checkout in suburban Atlanta. You need to go back where you came from. Though a witness at the supermarket tells the Atlanta Journal-Constitution they can't recall the man ever saying that to Thomas. Thomas claims the man is white, but Eric Sparks says he's Cuban-American, a Democrat himself, 
And while he used an expletive to admonish her, he never said that. Never about race. Now Thomas's lawyer wants charges pressed. Evan Brown, Fox News. Updating the top stories every 10 minutes right here on PM Orlando. You're never more than 10 minutes away from the latest news, weather, and traffic. News Radio 93.1 WFLA process has been so unfortunate that I think, to be honest, and I love Bob Mueller as a human being, as a patriot, but I think he's done a grave disservice to our country in the way he conducted this investigation. Well, that was former special prosecutor Ken Starr reacting to Mueller's testimony and, in fact, Mueller's whole investigation today. If you really want to hear a good voice of reason on all of this, though, once again, you got to listen to Alan Dershowitz. I think he was right on the money today when he said this. Well, I think it's a sad day for Robert Mueller, who's had a very distinguished career, and I knew him when he was in the height of his career. This showed him as somebody who was really not in charge. It showed him as somebody who was not particularly familiar with the contents of the report. He used every possible excuse either not to answer or to just refer to the report. And he didn't do it because he was instructed by the Justice Department. He did it because he seemed confused by the questions, that he seemed incapable of giving uh, coherent answers to complex questions. Uh, for me, the bottom line is we should no longer call this the Mueller report. This now deserves to have the title the staff report. It's very clear that Mueller didn't write this report. It's very clear that this is a product of staff members uh, and that the usual role of a special counsel as for example in the star council is really to go over every word and to make sure everything is his product. There's every reason to doubt that that happened in the instance of the Mueller report. And so I'm, I'm very concerned about who really was in charge of the Mueller investigation and the Mueller report? It does not seem like Robert Mueller played that crucial and important role. He is exactly right. Today was not a good day for the Democrats and the Democrat Party. They are going to try to make something more out of this, but they know that this made the whole investigation look bad. In fact, because Mueller's performance was so bad and he seemed so out of it, the whole investigation is going to be questioned by a lot of people. The fact is that this testimony today was definitely beyond reason. Smart Money Show with Harry Overton coming up next. I will be back tomorrow at the same time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.